shit. Get out and vote, bitches. Unless you wanna hear Donald Trump coming out to this fucking song again, you know what I'm saying? Get out and vote. Do your goddamn thing. And if you're voting for Donald Trump and you do want to hear this thing, you still gotta get out and vote, so fuck it, right? Just get out and vote, people. Do your thing. What's up, folks? How we doing? Welcome back to the Millennial Man Child Podcast. And as always, I'm your illustrious host, Miles Casey. Ah, just got back from the polls, or the, yeah, whatever you want to call it, where I drop off my ballot. And yeah, was out there doing my civic duty. And it felt good, you know? I feel like a responsible individual. I don't get to feel responsible very much with the way I live my life, the way I handle my business. You know, kind of, uh, you, you know, you, you know, I'm kind of a garbage person, a little bit of a degenerate, you know. So getting out there, voting, doing my thing, making a difference. Uh, yeah, it felt good. Even voted for the, the main thing that I was really focusing on is voting for fucking getting rid of daylight savings time. That was a hell yes for me. I mean, that shit made sense in, you know, the fucking 1700s maybe, but it's like, come on, let's update this shit, let's get rid of it. But yeah, got that done, felt good, felt good to get the civic duty done. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a fucking real citizen, I'm out here, doing my thing. And there's, it's just funny, it, the, ugh, where to start, where do you even begin? I'm gonna be, I'll keep it fairly short, because we do have an awesome guest today, uh, my friend, Quentin. And I sat down, had a nice little chat, and that's the episode I'm bringing to you today. But, uh, you know, I did want to say a few things. Since it is election season, it's voting, it's yada yada, it's so weird how cancerous social media social media becomes around this time. You know, when, oh, get out and vote. Like, I like this stuff about getting out and vote. I appreciate that. But then, like, the divisiveness that comes out, the real clear division between people and ideologies and parties and where you stand and your beliefs and yada yada it's just like oh it is it's coming to a new head it's it's reaching a new peak it feels like and i don't know i don't think that's good because honestly if we're gonna want to get anything done or you know make this country as good or you know bring it to its full potential you can't be fucking arguing with half of the country you got to be united as one you got to come together and make shit happen that way. That's the only way we're ever going to be the best country we could be. And, you know, that doesn't look like it's going to be happening anytime soon, which is unfortunate. But, again, the man-child coming, with you, coming to you with that message of just love each other a little more, be nice to each other, be kind to each other, be a little more understanding, you know, don't, don't be so fucking self-centered or so, mm, I don't know, negative and downtrodden on people. It's just, you know what, people are just doing their best a lot of times. Really. People are just trying to do their best. Figure it out for themselves. Sure, maybe you think they're being played, whether it's this side or that side, or they're being used as a pawn, blah, blah, blah. Maybe you should feel sorry for them. Maybe have a little empathy, you know? And talk to them without yelling. That'd be good, too. But yeah, it's wild to see. It's wild. Uh, That's 2018, I guess. That's what we got. It'll be interesting to see how uh, these elections turn out, if it's going to be a blue wave or... A red shitstorm, whichever one, you know. I can't remember what their phrase is, but... <laughs> um, yeah, it'll be interesting. But yeah, let's just, let's just get into it. I'm keeping it short today. I don't got a lot to say for once, I know. Jeez, you're like, whoa, Miles doesn't have a lot to say? Huh, so he must be feeling a little sick. 
But uh, yeah, um, today's episode had my friend Quentin on. Also goes by Uli. I, you know, we discussed that a little bit up front, but uh, he's a good dude. I met him again through the comedy scene. We always go to the Winston's open mic together and had gotten to know each other a little better through doing comedy and just hanging out and, you know, having a few beers and chatting. But this was a fun one. I tried to do it a little different than normal, just kind of ask some weird questions, see if we could get some funny answers and just be a little silly. So I had a lot of fun with this one, and I think uh, Quentin had a good time too, which is nice. I always like to have these nice long conversations, get to know the guests a little better, pick their brain about some stuff, and just see what's up. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just get into it today. I'll, I'll shut up, and I'll let you have some music here, play you in, and enjoy. Is it, do I call you Uli or Quentin? I, know I, you don't, I don't know. My name is Quentin. I just use like Uli to hide from employers and stuff on <laughs> Facebook because like, okay. like, I don't want to have to like, I always keep call you private. Quentin, I feel like, but then I see the Uli on Facebook and then sometimes people call you Uli. Uli's like, like catching on. I guess it's, that's I what I mean. Know, like, I, can't tell. Ring. I don't know what I'm supposed to do when I get booked on stuff. Like, should I Which keep one it? you should do? I feel like it's kind of hacky. Using like a fake name, but at the same time, with like the kind of job I have or the kind of jobs I try to get, it's like yeah. you gotta. Have, I don't know. Understand professional. But we'll just we'll, we'll we'll go with Quentin. Quentin's fine. For now. Yeah. Uh, but Quentin Robeson, welcome to the Millennial Man Child Podcast. Glad to have you here, dude. I'm yeah. Finally made it happen. I know we've been talking about this for a minute, but oh, cheers by the way. Oh yeah. Blink. Drinking a little whiskey or no rum? You said right? It's just rum. rum. Yeah, rum and coke. Forgot the grenadine, but. <sighs> The classic. And that was funny. I was going to tell you when we were <laughs> you in this store because we saw that bottle, the four ninety nine yeah. bottle of Admiral Nelson. And it, I just had like a fucking Vietnam flashback basically. like <laughs> <laughs> Because we used to do this thing at the fraternity I was in back in college, K-State. Uh, it was basically called the captain's log because you're supposed to have like a, ca- a Captain yeah. Morgan or something, right? Mm-hmm. But... We were all broke asses, just like living in college, just being poor, you know, just drinking way too much. Yeah. So I, we would do an admiral's log. And what an admiral's log is basically is like you pass around the fucking, the handle, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And there's just like a bunch of dudes, you're like locked in the room and it sounds really gay. <laughs> and it's a fraternity, so it is a little gay. Yeah. But, but, uh, <laughs> but basically you just like are passing the handle around and every like, 10 minutes or so you write something you pass the book around and you write something in the log okay and then the next day you're able to go back 
and see kind of what because you're getting fucked yeah. up on Admiral Nelson, you're gonna not remember anything basically. Oof, yeah. So we would basically black out. And then you'd see, like, by the end, you're, like, the handwriting is, like, you're holding the pen, like, in your fist. You know what I mean? It's, like, looks like, uh, barely remember what's happening. Like, you know, just, like, blacked out of your mind. And it's, uh, that's, so that, you know, that was basically my, my college experience. And I'm glad that I have the student loan debt yeah, to prove it. You didn't you know? strike me as, like, a guy who was in a frat. Maybe you went to college, but I didn't expect the whole frat experience. Yeah, I actually loved it. Like, a lot of people have a very negative connotation of frats and i get it yeah because there is definitely some of that i was even in it like i remember feeling like a certain way sometimes or whatever it may be yeah and but i some of my best friends to this day are those dudes though you know like uh, a lot of the guys that i was in my pledge class or whatever you want to call mm -hmm. it you know it was it was a good time i can't deny it but for yeah sure. it's a community i don't know it's kind of like doing this yeah, it's like being part of the comedy community. I just kind of fit in where you get in, I guess. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I ended up, it was like a fucking house that had almost 80 dudes in it. So it was, you know, it was a lot. It was a lot to handle at times. Yeah. But I don't know. It, it was, it was good. Did you go to college or anything like that? You're originally from here in San Diego, you said, right? Yeah, I uh, did not go to college. I pretty much did the, you know, passing the bottle around, but like in a riverbed. I, don't know. <laughs> I can't. I don't know. My family's that like, happened a little bit back yeah. in Kansas too. Ah uh, no, dude. I didn't. I didn't really go to school ever. I just once I hit like high school or middle school, like I just too much anxiety and depression. Like I don't mm. know. Couldn't and do just, it. You're like, nah, fuck that. Yeah, I just like I just wanted to skate and not have to worry about doing fucking sitting in a yeah, room for eight hours drugs. a day. I pretty much dropped out like at the How end. How old of are you now? Sophomore by the way? year. I'm 29. 29, so I'm 28. So we're just right there. Yeah. But, yeah, I dropped out and then just got my GD and, like, fucked off for, like, four years. Yep, and yep. I, I feel actually... like I fucked off for four years when I was in college. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I was going to class sometimes, you know? Like, I was just going oh. through the motions, though. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, I was just racking up a lot of debt while I was doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't so, have that much debt. Yeah. Like, I've got a little for... I went to dental assisting school. Interesting. Which is kinda what do you do right now? Ironic, because, like, I have a fucked up grill. But, uh... <laughs> Uh, I, I do insurance billing. Insurance? For, okay, gotcha. I was just office, curious. But it's like everyone that works there but me is Korean, and all the patients are Korean. So <laughs> it's pretty... That's interesting, an interesting dynamic, I bet. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. When I was a kid, like, I wanted to, like, learn to speak Japanese and go to Japan. I'm getting closer to my dreams. It's just yeah, they're you're, Korean. You're just a little... You gotta, know. you know, figure out that, you know, little small differences there, but... I don't know. I did. So that's funny. I was trying to think. I wanted to do a little bit different than I normally do because I feel like I always just end up going down this comedy rabbit hole, which is fun. Yeah. But I had a few things I wanted to talk about that I thought might be interesting because I've been ranting about lately, like these these crazy fucking just like super rich billionaires, like Jeff Bezos, these people who have like a yeah. hundred and fifty billion dollars. Like, what does that even mean? Like, you know, and I. So a few things like I wanted to get your thought on like who what do you how do you feel about those like billionaires and like what like what they're doing or uh, uh, yeah okay, go, go go on or uh, and then also like I I have this theory that all these rich billionaires like they have to have like some fucking crazy secret layer like what's the point <laughs> of being a billionaire if you don't have like this fucking just legendary like secret lair like, you know what i mean and so you can maybe think about that while you answer the first part but i'm just like what would maybe what do you, do you think they do and what would maybe your secret lair be i think 
I think Elon Musk, he seems like the type yes. of guy who would. He's, you know, got a good sense of humor, kind of childlike. Ooh. I think he would have a secret layer. But, like, I think new billionaires, I was thinking about this the other day, and it's a little, uh, uh, what's that word, uh, conspiracy. Like, but I think those people are, like, the new emperors. You know how, like, yeah, you know, people take over, you know, just countries. They have so much. Yeah, they have so much. They really. It doesn't even make sense to me. Can do. But I feel like you're probably fucking busy and anxious all the time. You have to be. I mean, the thing about being like that is that you have this, like, un- uninsatiable desire for more, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. Like, when. Because, like, if I made my first bill, I'd be like, you know what? Your boy's gonna kick his feet up for a little bit and just <laughs> yeah. cruise on his fucking yeah, yacht. I, I would, if I got to that point, you know I would I mean? just like, I would find something I'm passionate about, like a hobby, mm-hmm. like fucking woodworking or something. Uh, yes. Uh, but, I would you be know, woodworking the shit out of someone. Get, some wood, get good at something and then just like exercise and do comedy. Yeah. You know, like yeah. find something you're really, if you have that yeah, much. Yeah, that's the thing. But then instead of like, once you get to that point, you're just like, you know what? Let's do this times another 150. Yeah. Huh? It like that is it's just crazy to me. Exhausting. So I've been thinking about like I just wonder like is it uh, is it ethical to have somebody that has that like I don't know. It just to me it just feels dirty it's, almost. Yeah. And it's... Th- but then people on the other side are always like but then should we just get rid of the incentive to do that? Yeah. And, and like I I don't know the answer, but I feel like there could be a happy medium maybe. Yeah. It... It seems like if you took that away, there's less reason to innovate. I agree, and I do agree, and that makes sense, and and I hear it. But then again, it's like that much. Like you see, you know, we're here at OB. (laughs) (laughs) That that says it all. I feel like it's like you see people with like so little, and you know, the people like in San Francisco are like you know they're super techie and they're just killing it. But then on, I was shocked. I was shocked by the amount of, like, homeless people that are there. Like, OB doesn't even hold nothing to that. I was like, wow. It, like, took me aback. You know what I mean? Like, I hadn't ever seen that before, and I was like, oh, this is crazy. Yeah, so close. Like, such poverty. Next to extreme wealth. Yeah. It was weird to me, you know? I guess that's just coming from Kansas, too. Like, I didn't grow up around homeless people. I never Mm -hmm. saw homeless people, really. It wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, you don't see somebody like, oh, yeah, that person is clearly, <laughs> doesn't have a place to live, you know. But it's just, I don't know, it's just wild to think that somebody can have so much and see that people with so little right next to it. Dude. Blows my mind. I don't know. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's wild. I, I feel like if I, I had that much money, I would want to try to give back in some way. But it's just like, you can't go up to this person and give them $10,000. Like, most homeless have mental illness that's untreated. And then if you start, like, some sort of fund or some sort of charity, it's like money's being skimmed for the. There's no real answer. Yeah, it's just like, like, what what can you do? I want to go and pay for, like, 13 year old girls' abortions. Like, that's what (laughs) I want to do. Here's 500 bucks. Here you go. Go Have your whole, you know, here's your life back for $500. (laughs) I know you want to have Brayden or whatever his name's Brayden. gonna be. Oh shit, dude! I remember when you <laughs> oh, yeah. when I saw you change that Instagram profile to what is it? Single mother. <laughs> East County guys come inside me or some shit. Yeah. And then I saw Bentley is my king. <laughs> Fucking that line. The Bentley oh. is my king line for some reason, dude. Pro- the, the, talking about that, like, cause I feel like I've I. I 
I could be wrong, but I feel like I've seen that before. Maybe you not. Have. But, There's but so many women Instagram like that. And the male counterpart is the guy that posts that he went to school of hard knocks. Like <laughs> that's that's the male counterpart. Oh, dude, oh those we should talk so... about social media a little bit. Re- and I guess we're already on. I am so into just train wrecks. Like I have that bit, but I get so excited. I can when read some stuff to you. I have screenshots. Yes, when I see it, I get so I see, excited. I see some like pretty like never. It's never you. You know, there's always the classic like somebody's posting that like you know grinding, and it's just like <laughs> they're not grinding. They're, you know not, they're like, not grinding. I get it. I get Let's it. Wake up and get this bread. But then you know, <laughs> since I'm from Kansas, you know, you see some stuff. You go like, oh, that seems a bit racist. Or something. You know, that, that'll be in the social media feed sometimes, and then it's mostly uh, maybe I've just kind of done a good job of filtering out some of the worst stuff yeah i can't i had to get rid of a lot of the train wrecks because it was like exhausting it, to it me. is and but you kind of like fuck it like i've kind of once in a while there's a gym that's like race it's worth it. it yeah like there's guys it's more just the boring like man how how could he say that like run up or whatever like yeah. my girl pregnant again like oh shit uh yeah <laughs> but like the girls are probably the best they're yeah. much more interesting um when you see the just like the threads, if you want to sidetrack, apart. I can get into some detail without mentioning names. It's a, I mean, it's up to you. If you um, think it's worth it, we can we can do it. So it's kind of it's it's is a it, little. I just don't know if it'll be if if it is easy to translate on the. It's a little morbid. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> no, so there's this girl. Um, I went to high school with her. She she had a boyfriend who uh, he overdosed. Oh no! And. Yeah. Um, you know, let me kind of reference the yeah, post. We'll, it's we'll, not. We'll, we'll pause it real quick and we'll pull it up. It's one not second. that bad. We'll be right back, folks. Okay. All right, we're we're back, folks. Uh, we got the message pulled up here, ready to go. <laughs> also, I had to refill the drinks, so you know. But yeah, uh, go ahead. All right, so the post is so and so was contacting the government. Uh, father of your child works for the FBI and or the CIA. Fakes his death for a movie because he knocked up the girls next door. <laughs> And your best friends, you thought it would be mad, question mark. Get the fuck lost out of my life. Stay off and out of my property. Uh, <laughs> I thought the same thing. And the curious young man I am, the detective. <laughs> the internet sleuth. <laughs> I messaged her and I just asked, uh, are you okay? Random, dot, dot, dot. How are you? I replied, you're random or it's random that I asked you. Um... She replied, you're sweet. I'm home with the kids. We are doing great. Just annoyed by neighbors and baby daddy drama. Yuck. Uh, you may <coughs> remember I mentioned like two minutes ago that uh, the, he had passed away. That's kind of sad, but this is just too weird not to share. Um, I replied, uh, okay, I, I just saw a post about someone faking their death. Kind of curious what you're talking about. Um, I was talking about baby daddy. He had a baby girl with other women like so and so. Oh, the guy who died. Yes, <laughs> the girl next door in apartment XX, etc. She's got like seven different baby mamas. Oh. I'm over his shit and everyone else's. But I love you as a person and a friend who has always been so caring. Thanks. Heart emoji. <laughs> I haven't talked to this girl since high school. Like, I the- love you as a person. What is that? <laughs> like, this is so weird. And maybe it's weird of me to contact her, but. I asked her, like, I'm just like, um, okay, so I just want to clarify. Are you stating that 
your ex who passed away faked his death uh, because he had too many baby mamas. And I didn't get a reply, but I, I don't know. Thanks for letting me go on <laughs> this tangent. But, like, I love, like, I feel bad for this person. I genuinely do. But also, oh. like, I love just the wow. craziness of that it. That is insane, though. He had a bunch of different kids with a bunch of different yeah. women. And she had no idea. Yeah. I wow. get it. But he's, he faked his death because of that. Because of that. Even though he's actually dead yeah he's, he's very definitely dead. dead yeah that sounds kind of sad I feel, yeah not only is that sad on that side of more i feel sorry for those children yes i feel sorry for bringing this <laughs> well, up but well, i don't know dude well, it's crazy i don't know it's so that is that's like something that you don't expect to ever encounter i think that's why it's interesting but i that's think gnarly it's just like you know drug use i guess but ah, if it, yeah if i ever come back there's another one i'll share it's a little <laughs> a little longer and more lighthearted, but yeah. yeah, that's hilarious. Um, <laughs> oh, I wanted we, one thing. Secret layer, though. Oh, we, we got we went down another rabbit if hole. I had one. Um, because like I had a buddy. He was like, okay, I would do mine. Shout out to to Boog. He was like, if I had one, it would be in Alaska, and I would have to have just like twenty pounds of dabs, and he would just be like <laughs> in the mountains by himself, just chilling. Just dabs and just mountains. dabs. He's a fucking dabaholic. I, I don't know if I'd want to stray from California, but I'd want to have, like, an underground one that okay, underground maybe, layer. like, comes out. Ooh. It's on the beach, but there's, like, an exit out Ooh. onto so the beach. Oh, okay. You could, like, cruise in through, like, a jet ski. You're, like, going off, like, <laughs> well, right in the water that, like, opens up. I don't up know if I'd have it into the water. That sounds kind of cooler, though, but I'm talking just you walk out and it's sand. Oh, um, okay, okay. I mean, I, I like probably my have, idea like, better, but you well, know. yeah, your I, idea is I'm, better. I'm not the original. <laughs> I haven't put a lot of thought. I don't know. I'm sorry. I I've been had, thinking about it a lot lately. I've been thinking about uh, it. It'd be looking like uh, early 2000s episode of Cribs, just yes, booties just everywhere. No, out of control. No, um, I I don't know. I'd probably want like a sick like TV setup with like video mm. games in yes. one room. Ooh, I like that. Maybe a bowling alley. Oh, you got um, a bowling alley, huh? Uh, room oh, oh. just full of drugs. Um, you that's, know, for that's very guests, important. I don't really do too much drugs anymore. I, I like them, but just can't. But yeah, then it's maybe nice, like, it's nice to have them around just in case. Yeah, yes, that's true. Just in case, you never know. Like some emergency as acid. Yeah, you need. You need <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, Daddy needs this emergency hit. I used to have a lot of stuff in my safe, but like. Yeah, just it's just for, not worth it to keep a bunch of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, I was like that's just dumb. Driving but down if you have the, a secret lair that nobody it, knows about, exactly, it's like yeah. loaded up. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, yeah. keep it well stocked. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be pretty dope. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, I got yeah, rid of everything yeah. before I drove down. I think I, I I've been thinking about it, and you know, a little inspiration from Doctor Evil here. Of course, you know, I want to have. I feel like I want to have have mine in like a volcano. So I want to go to Hawaii. <laughs> you know, because I want to be by the ocean. I thought we were talking like physically possible. No, no, no. No, I'm, oh, I'm a billionaire. It could be just anything. The craziest, richest billionaire in the world who's going. So yeah. I'm like going volcano in Hawaii so I can still go to the ocean, still see the beaches. And I'm like, how badass is it that I'm in a fucking volcano? Well, I would want Elton John chained up playing songs <laughs> in there. Just playing piano. <laughs> <laughs> but he can only pay, play Billy Joel songs. Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> that's fucked up. That's cruel. Uh, yeah, you're, you're, so you're making an, an Elton John hell in your <laughs> in your fucking secret lair, basically. Oh shit! You made hell for Elton John. You're like, guess what, buddy? He's never done any covers. <laughs> Maybe who knows? Probably. Oh, that's funny though. 
I don't know. I just, I, I, like I said, I've just been thinking about that. Like, if I have, what's the I definitely point? like a comedy room. That'd be dope. stage and stuff. I would, if I was a billionaire, I would have a, my own comedy club for sure. Yeah. Like, this is like, this, this is my. I almost wouldn't want to, though, because it'd be like impure. Like, <laughs> Oh, because of the, because yeah, yeah. Of the billionaire money are always bumping me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'd be garbage too because I'd be a billionaire. I'd be yeah, like, I don't give a fuck. Cause it's like this is my fucking spot, baby. Doing two-hour sets. Yeah. <laughs> Just punishing that poor crowd. They don't even need them. They'd be like, no, 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 dude. I can barely take five minutes of this guy, let alone two hours. Oh man. Oh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, I, I another thing I wanted to talk about with you because I thought it would be. Basically, I'm, these, I'm basically just coming out with like all the things I've been thinking about lately that I want to talk yeah, about, that's and fine. just sharing them, right? So, uh, I want to talk most embarrassing moments, and I have a, a handful that I could rattle off, and I can go first. And so, do we want to maybe go back and forth, or should I just rattle my three off? What do you um, think? You just let's try back and forth first. Okay, okay. So, I guess I'll start with like, oh, which one's the? One? I'll start with the blackout story. Uh, so I was at the fraternity. My brother was visiting uh, K-State. And every time he came up, it was really kind of special. Like, okay, we're going to have fun. We're going to get drunk. But he had gotten his hands on, like, a big bottle of Crown. Mm-hmm. And I was just garbage, like, drinking whatever I could get my hands on at this point. <laughs> you know, because poor college, whatever. And then we had this nice Crown. And I was like, oh, shit, dude, this stuff is smooth. I can fucking put it down. Yeah. Long story short, uh, I'm, we're pounding this bottle of Crown, me and him. And I hadn't eaten any dinner. And apparently we ordered Jimmy John's. You know what Jimmy John's is? Yeah, it's really bad sandwiches. sandwiches. That they deliver to you super quick. Super bland, super quick, yeah. And and I was like already so we started early. I was blacked out by the time like I don't remember getting this Jimmy John sandwich. And so this is early in the night. We're talking like eight thirty, nine. And I'm grabbing my lettuce, throwing it at the Jimmy John's guy, like just apparently this is what it's told to me. And I end up later that night falling down the stairs and biting through my tongue Ooh. and going around and just like ah, like 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 literally showing people my fucked up tongue and that's pretty embarrassing too when you look back like having <laughs> like half a tongue hanging out of your mouth and like yeah. going around showing people so that was like one that i was thinking of for me i don't know like what kind of stories you're dealing with over there but mine are usually much more shameful oh okay uh... yeah mine's just like that's just embarrassing to like I can't think of it. My, I'm drawing a blank. I mean, there's plenty. I can go again. I got more. If you want to go again, sure. So, another one. <laughs> I just love telling these like these stupid stories. Oh, which one should I go? Uh, I've already told this one, but, like, getting... I, I wrote, was roasting Jennifer Churchill. Yeah. And I failed miserably. She not only won, but after my first joke, <laughs> I sounded, you know, in retrospect, bad idea was trying to say, like, oh, look, she's old, like, I don't know. It was a bad joke. I don't even want to, I'm not even talking about the joke. I'm not even talking about the joke. I kind of need to hear it now. It was something along the lines of, like, oh, Jennifer's so old that when she hears roasting, she thinks about... Yeah. <laughs> I think I know what Okay, yeah, going. so we'll just leave it there. And, um, I literally, That's a funny joke if you could tell it right. Literally got booed. I've never, I don't know if you've ever been booed. It feels I've been worse than like, booed. But, like, by the whole crowd. And so that was my first joke. So I had to stand up there for four more jokes. Got slaughtered by her. 
and then every single judge doubly laid into me. <laughs> I got fucking lit up eight times, booed, and then literally basically sprinted out of Winston's and had to take like a week off, maybe two. Oh my god. Like it was it was horrific. That was probably the most like that one was that one that one hurt. We but you know, oh. bounced back, <laughs> still doing comedy, you know. Oh man. That was a rough one though. That was a fucking that was like a yeah. <laughs> that one took you know, that one took a little bit of the air out of my balloon, if you will. If you, uh, if you, you, what do you, you got anything? I, I mean, I've been embarrassing stuff, sure. Um, I mean, it's up to you. Let's go. So, I, I mean, no one else knows this but me, mm-hmm. but it's like super Ooh. embarrassing. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, the night I lost my virginity. Uh huh, uh-huh. Um, I shit my pants later, pretty much. Like, oh, no. <laughs> like, I was on my way. <laughs> it had already, like, the sex has already happened. Yep, yep, yep. But I was, like, walking home. And pretty much like had a shit in a bush. It was wow. It was pretty dope. <laughs> well, that's not that bad though, because like no at least you lost there. your virginity. You're like chill it, you know. Yeah, I don't even think like there was insertion. It was just like my dick was on a vagina, like or next to it. Yes. I was, like, uh, this is yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, ooh. Uh, well, I mean, that's, that's pretty much everybody's. <laughs> I mean, that's like, how I still on that sex. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still just crushing no it. No improvement. Yeah, crushing. <laughs> just crushing it, you know. For me, anyway. You know, I can't. <laughs> I get what I want in the shortest amount of time possible. In and out, baby, literally. <laughs> no, I don't know. But that, that's funny. I was trying to figure out. Oh, so my last one. And you don't have to give another one. I just had three lined up because I'm a fucking degenerate. But so the last one, this one was really sad. Uh, <laughs> because I ended up, basically I got blackout drunk again. Thank you, fraternity life. I was living that dream. But I had my brand new $1,500 MacBook Pro. And the way we slept, like, kind of slept, I always, like, kept that, like, next to my bed, like, in our little cubby hole or whatever. But apparently, who knows if uh, Blacked Out Miles was like, you know what, I'm going to jerk off. Or who knows what I was doing. But <laughs> laptop ended up on the bed. And I was so drunk, I pissed the bed. Uh, and I pissed on my laptop. Fifteen hundred dollar <laughs> MacBook Pro lost in one night because uh, I'm a fucking garbage white trash human being. Um, <laughs> and that was college. I have a. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think. The last time I peed the bed, I don't. I've got. I've done so much ecstasy that I couldn't piss. I've been. I've, I've been there. Like like trying so like needing. You have to, but like you, your nervous system isn't working. Yeah, it fucks up your that, nervous system. Yeah, that happened to me once. Um. I have one. So I was hanging out with this girl. Um, I don't want to go into details about what she looked like. Cause <laughs> yeah, you can spare us the grisly details. She was a white girl. <laughs> um, Gross. And I don't know what happened. I think my girlfriend at the time, just things were not going well. A lot of fighting. Yeah, yeah. And I was not into this girl at all, but I was like drinking and doing a lot of Xanax. Okay. And oh, dude, that fucks you up. I was just into the fact. Don't, don't do that, by the way, kids. Bad to do that. I did it, but bad to do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just into the fact that this girl's like showing me attention at the moment we were drinking. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if she was on Xanax or I was, but I remember driving home and uh, like pulling up to a stoplight and then going too far. And like, I never oh, like no. this anymore. Yeah, it's bad. I didn't like crash, but we get to my house mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and. 
uh, we start hooking up, and she had a boyfriend or something, and I remember, like, saying something cheesy, like, oh, did your boyfriend do this? Like, something was really <laughs> oh, no. cringy, and that's the last thing I remember. I don't even remember, remember like, having sex. I just remember those, like, disgusting, cringy <laughs> words, and, like, I hate myself for it. But right, I, right as you're just, like, consciousness is turning off, you're like, I'm gonna make sure that you remember this part, you piece of shit. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I but I wake up naked, just lying in my own puke on my bed, and my fucking car is gone, and I've got what? like all these missed oh, calls no. and texts, and I guess she took my car to like drive back to her boyfriend's or something, and then later dropped it off, and then oh my god, yeah, she, uh, she drove your car. Bags. Hey babe, whose car, who's car is it? Oh, it's some dude I fucked last night. No well, big like I kind of knew the family, like of oh, the boy, fuck. but like I was friend, friends with like the boyfriend's little sister, and then she was like standing up for me, like they no. didn't like nothing. Yeah, do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I won't do that. I don't know, dude. I make uh, such dude, bad decisions. I love it, dude. Everybody makes bad decisions. Who gives a fuck? Everybody just pretends like. That's, the, that's one of the things I hate about social media, besides, like, the person that you're talking about who will apparently put anything on social media, is most people always try to put, like, I'm, I'm living my best life. Like, you know, yeah. like, they're out there fucking, like, oh, look, I'm on vacation again. Oh, look at me. I'm on a boat. Or, like, you know, whatever. Like, oh, look, at, I'm eating at this fancy restaurant. Everybody's lying because you're not always eating at a fancy restaurant. You're not always happy. Like, yeah. nobody's always I, yeah. happy. The psychopaths I would just happy. share the most, like, embarrassing <laughs> shit that's, like, kind of silly. Like, I don't I don't care. I don't even, like, put up pictures of my girlfriend and me. It's just, like, yeah. okay. I don't I know. I just put up pictures of me because I'm a fucking narcissist <laughs> and sociopath, but that's, you know, that's for another podcast. Another. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. need, just love me. Just, you know. I just want people. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. Me as well. But yeah, I, you know that's why I like. That's why we do comedy, right? I don't know. That's why I like hit on strangers, men, women, <laughs> anybody, just somebody just give me attention, just a little bit. I, I was trying. I've been working on. I don't know how to do it, but do what? I've been like trying to do this joke about how like I used to be afraid of the monster under the bed as a child, but now that I'm so lonely. <laughs> I just prayed yeah. that the monster shows up. I was like, I'll be a little spoon. Just anything that, for content. No, that's pretty like, good. That's a good premise. It's I gotta, silly. I gotta you know? figure out how to like make it a little bit more than just that short bit there, but or maybe that's enough, I don't know. But it's just a funny idea. Like <laughs> you know, I used to like literally like when I was a kid, I used to kind of like almost hop off my bed. Dude, yeah. Because no, I didn't I'm want the monster still, to grab me by I'm the ankle. I'm still like afraid of the dark like I I don't know. I remember my parents watching like it in front of me when I was very little. That's fucking what? I look at it now and it's just like, oh, that's not really a. It's like a PG. Movie. I don't know. I liked. I think the the. But it, as a child, it's yeah, fucking it's terrifying. intense. Like I had a my neighbor. Shout out to Omar. He was like a year or two older than me, so they were always like torturing us, like my brother and I, with like showing us Chucky. Mm. And like, dude, I, doesn't hold doesn't hold up. But the Leprechaun. Did you ever watch? The, no. <laughs> There's all these movies about these small things attacking people. They're terrifying when and you're a like, kid because oh, you're small. And they're yeah, like, that thing if, would... if that can fuck up an adult, what's it gonna do to me? <laughs> exactly, yeah. dude. But like, I had older brothers, and they're like old enough to be, you know, like eight and ten years older than me. And okay. they're like, so they're watching it, and like, oh, this is rad. And I'm like, I want to be like my brother. So I'm like, yeah, I want to watch. And then 
Terrified. Fucking scared to get up at night to take a piss to yep. where I'm like, yep. I'll just piss on myself. <laughs> yeah, I did. I remember being like times just waking up in the middle of the night as a young child, just like so thirsty. Oh shit, that's too much. <laughs> that's a, I'll, sorry, that's an aggressive I'll, drink. I like it. it, I like it. Yeah, I, need, I think uh, this is going to be my last last one and then I'm going to go to Good Bites. I like it. Hosted by Devin Doan. Shout out to Good Bites and Devin Doan. <laughs> but Devin's a terrible person. <laughs> but like fucking, uh, they would they would literally like make us watch these movies and then like send us home and we'd like it would be dark at night and we'd be going home like afraid to like go home at night like just across the street because then they told us this other lie I can't even believe them <laughs> that there was this ma- this, <laughs> this is so fucking stupid there was a donkey man how fucking a donkey stupid. man. Like Thank Pinocchio? No, like a donkey man. Just like a... I don't even know what it means. <laughs> There's a donkey man. But it I was, sounds terrifying. But I was afraid of it as a child to be like, dude, the donkey man's out there. Like, after we'd watch these Chucky... And, yeah. And they wouldn't be like, no, Chucky's out there. They'd be like, oh, yeah. Also, you should worry about the donkey man. <laughs> Who are these people? My neighbors, dude. They're the best. <laughs> I like love all of them. The, the, the Ramirez's. Neighbors. Yeah, the older neighbors. Like, there is, you know... Rigo, Sergio, George, Omar, and Marissa. So there's that, a big Mexican Those are family. very, yeah, Mexican names for... Uh, and they, oh, there it was one family. One family. Okay, I'm like, that's a lot of Mexicans in Kansas. Uh, Great Bend actually has a decent amount. Like, the, I grew up with good Mexican food around me. A lot of, really? like, yeah, it's actually surprising. Like, Kansas is extremely well, white still. It's, Don't it's, it was probably, like, earlier generation families living there. Exactly. Though, so it was just pretty came, authentic, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, dude, they, during Christmas time every year, dude, the tamales... Fucking clutch! I miss that. I, miss I don't that. even uh, like tamales, but um, at Go Lounge last night, I don't know if you know. I heard uh, about Uh huh. She's like a Go Lounge regular, good friends with Dan Sanborn, but yeah, she brought tamales and made homemade salsa. Oh, it's fucking amazing! And that's, the, that's the first time I've ever had like good fresh tamales. That's the thing. They, these were like beautiful homemade tamales, like delicious. And you know they'd always give us some for Christmas as like a gift, which was awesome. But it's just like, you know, they would fucking bully me and my brother with this crazy <laughs> story. So it's like, it wasn't just Chucky and the Leprechaun. It was also the Donkey Man. And they're fucking like crawling underneath us while we're watching that and like grabbing our ankles and shit. Like the word, like, you know, real terrorists. You know, terror. They're, they're basically terrorists for young children. But you know, I love all those guys now, but for sure. It was just crazy growing up where like, yeah, I know what you, I don't know. Went off on a random tangent there, but, but yeah, it's a good fucking. Uh, it's good. Yeah, I like that bit. It's it's kind of like silly yeah. too, you know. It is. It's it is. It bit. is silly. I just got to figure out, like, to add like something. It, it feels like it goes into something. I don't know. We'll, we'll, I'll figure yeah. it out. That's the thing about comedy is it fucking takes. How long have you been doing? Um, it? I think eight months now. See, I'm I've been really doing it new. for like a little over maybe a year and like four months, five months, something like that. Yeah. And it is, like, it just takes a long time to fucking figure this shit out. It's so crazy <laughs> to think, like, there's people doing it 20 years now. Like, your billboards and yeah. like, but that's Bobby why Lee, people like that. That's the thing, like, I was talking about, talking with uh, Miles Meglianist or whatever, mm-hmm. a little bit, and he was saying that he has this co-worker who thinks that he can just, he's like, <laughs> I'm like, I can do it, you know? Fuck. And he was talking about how the reason that He doesn't think, do it, though, right? No, he doesn't, and he's... He has no I fucking idea what it takes to actually do it. But you, when you see the best people doing it, it looks like they're doing nothing. Yeah, it, they make but it look so But that's because they put so much fucking yeah. work into it and died a million times and done this thing and worked it out. 
And people are just like, oh, it looks like I can do it because they Dude. see this polished, amazing yeah. final act when it's a special that takes so much work and nobody knows. Fuck that kid. Like, Yes, thank you. I'm funny <laughs> with my friends. Like, I'm fucking Same, hilarious in a, in a group. But that doesn't translate on stage. It's, no, it doesn't it's, translate nothing. It's fucking hard. <laughs> and brutal. just to, to have, like, an okay set in front of people who aren't comedy fans but also are like willing to let you be dirty and it's like it's yeah dude it's not those that those are people like you if i went and did my set like my best set in front of a crowd of like comedy fans Mm -hmm. i'm not getting shit except for for, like probably booed off stage you know (laughs) yep yep because they know like they're like no, this isn't what I, what I want to see. Yeah. But that's what the thing about open mics is like you can just do whatever and try and figure it out. Like, I've really and I've said this a million times probably on here, which is too much. But I I've really work been working on trying to just be more comfortable up there. Yeah. And not like take what everybody's looking at me so seriously, or if they're not paying attention and taking it personal or whatever it may be, just being like, you know what, I'm gonna be up here, and maybe I'm not gonna be funny, mm. but I'm gonna feel. Like, I belong up here. Like, yeah. even if I'm not doing well, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I've been, and I've been doing better at that. And I think that mindset of changing from trying to just be funny. Because that's what I was at first. Like, I want to be funny. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, no, no, no. That's too much to ask right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's easy, buddy. Reel it back in. <laughs> you know? Let's, let's bring it back a notch or two. And it's like, let's just get comfortable on stage. That's something that I can do. And that helped me a bunch. Yeah. Now that's a solid point. Like trying to power through those kind of longer bits, because like, mm-hmm. yeah, Stay right in now the it's pocket, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's just like if I don't it's get so a laugh tough. for a minute and a half, still like power through it. Cause uh, it's gonna make you stronger, you know, better writer. I, just not maybe not. Oh, well, I think it would affect your writing too. But it's just like it's it, your stage presence is gonna be better because it's like well, I'm gonna power exactly. through this because the payoff will be <laughs> worth it when you do get to that punchline. Completely agree. Yeah. And it's just like, and it's funny because I feel like we're both pretty, we're both really new in it, more or less. Like yeah. even a year in, like I was, whatever year and a half, and I feel very like, oh, I'm, your boy's just learning how to crawl. You yeah. know, like I finally, I can't wait till I learn how to stand up and fall down. Like that's gonna be beautiful. But. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah, it's so true. I mean, it's such a long. That's road the thing. Ahead. It's such a grind. But. The thing is, like, how you're like, well, I'm not, I'm gonna go up here and be comfortable, but also I think. A lot of people forget to like, oh, I'm gonna go up here and have fun too. Because mm, that's a good point. I think people forget that and like that's, <laughs> that's a good point. I mean, that's why I like doing this because it's fun. I mean, yes, I want to get good and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna get down on myself if I fucking bomb. But I mean, you should because it inspires you to do better. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because you don't want to just stay stagnant either. Because then obviously that's a problem. Like when you see the same person doing the same jokes that are not bombing or just bombing for six months you're like hey maybe maybe try a new one maybe yeah. a little i don't know you know that doesn't always happen but sometimes it can be it can be rough you know it's it's a it's a it's a weird world the whole comedy the whole comedy scene honestly i love it though yeah i feel like i've made more friends and met more new people through comedy than any other thing in my life basically i i i'd have to agree um like more friends and more people that I actually am like willing to be like hey what's up yeah, you know, and I'm just like not like, yeah. oh, I know this person now, and like, okay, I guess if I see him, I might say, it, but like, you, hey, what yeah, you it's to? like, well, yeah. let's hang out, and you, you, I feel more comfortable around 
the people I've met, like mm. comics and shit, mm. that compared to a lot of other people. And it's just it's a community where you can just be yourself. That's a good point. And there's so many different people. Like I'll, I'll hang out with fucking Ezra Nolan one day, <laughs> yeah. and then I'm hanging I, out with Vios, who's fucking yeah. got like a, a, a bachelor's or a master's or He's some super shit smart, in computer yeah. science, and like fucking Jonathan Falconer's got a PhD. And exactly, like, it's just it's it, such a diverse group. It all is. races, all you know, genders. Yeah, it <laughs> it really is. All spectrums of spectrums, like, whatever. Uh, <laughs> what's that guy? Uh, Paul Young Jr. I think. I'm not sure if I know him. Um, he he's he's kind of a madhouse guy, but uh, he would always say like, "Oh, comedy's like the new religion." I'm like, that kind of sounds fucking stupid and cheesy. But really thinking about it, it's just like there. It's it's so accepting of anyone, you mm. know. You, and you meet. It's it's just like you meet people who are so different, but you all have this thing that's in common, and yeah. like you can relate and you all, with someone from a totally different background. And you all know the struggle. You all know you've all eaten a fucking thousand shit sandwiches. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's it's you. It's easy to accept that person because you go like ah, oh, he gets it. Like you yeah. know, even whatever it may be, you may not think that person's funny. Even if they get laughs from other people, you're like, they're not my thing. But you're like, you still respect them because yeah. you know what it is to do what, to get up there and do it. Yeah, too. and yeah, everyone has kind of a, a different thing that they, you know, like, oh, this is funny or this is stuff. Exactly. Like. Yeah. Everybody has their, their type. And I don't know, that's part of the reason why I guess I started the podcast was like, I wanted to do something else besides the stand up because I, I, I love it, but I'm kind of bad about I should do it more is what I'm saying. Yeah. I should not be so hesitant to go up on stage. I should not I should push myself, get out of my comfort zone more, blah blah blah, whatever. But I was like I wanted to do something extra. And the biggest thing about comedy is you have to find an audience. If you find your audience, you find people that want to hear you talk, then yeah. then you can actually start to make a little bit of a living off of it, you know, and that's I guess that's the end goal for all of us, right? We want to I, well, I, don't, I don't know about you. Like, I don't want a normal job. No, eventually. dude, I fucking hate it. And everyone at first says they don't, but it's like, they all know, like, oh, I'm not in it to make money. Like, I mean, that would, that's eventually the make... goal. Well, you want to do it because it's fun, but yeah. how much better would life be if you're doing something fucking fun all the time where you get to hang out with your friends and, like, yeah. make people laugh? Yeah, <laughs> Thank there's you. nothing, yeah. nothing better than that. That sounds like the best job in the world to me. And, like, there's not a lot of jobs that sound appealing to me. Dude, nothing fucking, and like... And that's why it's like, I guess I'm gonna be a fucking psychopath who tries to do comedy. <laughs> like, it's... I, my whole life is falling apart, and uh, thank you, comedy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I guess uh, maybe that's a, a bit of an exaggeration, but, but... Whatever, dude. I don't know. If you don't have kids, like, fuck it. Like, yeah, that's something I'm like... Yeah, upgrade, in my opinion. Man, I got a daughter. This is... This shit is whack, but that's tough, you know, bro. That's like, tough. so I got to keep making steady money, and then you got responsibility. You got yeah. legit responsibility to take care. Yeah, and that's I, why I am a piece of you know I'm a degenerate yeah. who's very selfish and self centered. So oh, so am I. <laughs> so, <laughs> but you know, see, that's why I'm trying to pay for 13 year old girls' abortions uh, once I'm rich enough so they can live out their life as comics. <laughs> Don't so okay. I, I was gonna make a bad joke and I'm gonna make it still. Please you, do it. You didn't get a 13 year old pregnant, did you? Um, so oh no. <laughs> uh, boys can't get pregnant. No, <laughs> I don't know, dude. But you know, kids. No, I'm just kidding. Kids should have that right. I yeah. I mean, you know, hopefully 13 year olds. <laughs> 
you just aren't getting pregnant, that would be ideal. Hopefully, they're I mean, not fucking. That's a young yeah. age, dude. That's crazy. Dude, I knew kids the, who fucked in middle school. Like when I was, when I was in middle school, that baffled me, bro. When you heard about that, you're like, what does that even mean? Almost? I'm like, like what get... a slut. Yeah. Will she hang out with me? But, <laughs> well, yeah. What's up, girl? No, <laughs> but it's just it's just weird. Like that whole dynamic. I don't know. The fucking so early. I mean, I was a little bit of a late bloomer, so it is what it is. But I feel like. I don't know. Having sex is like the worst thing for me. Uh, like at 15, I was like, this is all I want to do now. I don't want to go to shows or skate or anything. <laughs> Uh-oh. I just got to figure out how to get back in this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but everybody goes through, I, well, no, not everybody, but I feel like it kind of goes through a little bit of that phase. Like once yeah. you're like, oh, shit. You know, but it is what it is. I don't know. Well, shit, man. We've fucking been cruising along here for 42 minutes. Do you have... What's you have anything that's been on your mind lately? Anything you wanted to talk about? Any like fucking? I was gonna maybe ask you like, what? I don't know if you're into philosophy or not, but like you don't even have to be to answer this question necessarily. But like, what kind of is your view on life? Like, what's your philosophy of life? Like me, I like the Stoic view a lot. You know, a lot of people are like, yeah, it's not good for comedy, it's not good. But but I like it because you kill the ego a little bit and you just trudge through the bullshit because i feel like a lot of life is suffering and maybe that's bleak but you just gotta be able to put your head down and just fucking get through it sometimes i mean i think ego's fucking terrible i try not to have it but i get it everybody gets it I it's mean, hard to not yeah i try to be bigger but i mean philosophy i really ego is the enemy try not to think about life because i think it I'm super anxious and I think about it way too much and every day is just like an, like an existential crisis. So you, like, you're like an existentialist then. You're like, I, why does this matter? What is this? What's oh, the point I, of this? I try. I mean, I'm just like, well, let's try to be nice to people and that starts with something so basic as manners, mm. which I just sound like a fucking cunt saying that, but like... No, I'm... I'm everybody always says I'm one of the most polite people they meet and I think it's because I'm from the Midwest. <laughs> and they're always like... I'll be like, oh, excuse me, oh, yeah, thank you, whoa, whoa. They're like, oh, wow, you're so you're so kind. I'm like, I thought this was just, like, basic human decency. <laughs> yeah. My dad literally used to yell at my brother and I if we didn't thank the waiter. He's like, what are you saying? <laughs> like, like, you know, like, if we're at the table, he's like, what are you saying? Oh, oh well, shit. thank you, ma'am. Like, you know, like, I'm so sorry. I was going to say it, but he beat me to it. Like, he didn't even give me a chance. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. No, I mean, and I wasn't too, I mean, I don't know, my parents were, pretty like polite people but i wasn't raised too much with that i was just like recently i'm like oh, i just try to be nice to people so just but, be nice yeah but i mean as far as like I, I just try not to think about life or the meaning of it or whether or not this is a simulation because i or if wake, there's a purpose or whatever yeah I, I wake up every night in a fucking existential panic like i don't know where i am or who i am no. and i see my girlfriend next to me and i'll wake her up like uh we're cool, right? Like, everything's good. <laughs> she doesn't really wake up. She just turns and, like, shakes her head. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't think there's too much philosophy to, like. So you just kind of do have a certain, like, a general overall angst or, like, anxiety almost. Like, dude. is it, is it when, is it more so when you're, like, in big crowds? Is there times where it's less? It's, like, do you know how to, like, I don't, I, I'm just curious because I, I have, like, mild anxiety, yeah. not much. I just walk around sometimes and do a little mind reading, like think people are thinking this about me or whatever. Yeah, you know? I mean, it used to be like crowds would uh, affect it, um, but like when I'd be at a bar, it's like oh, I have to have a drink. Now I can go to the bar and it's like if I don't drink, I'm bored. I think doing comedy's actually mm. helped my anxiety. Yes, where I love that. you know I'm just 
Yeah, it's it's helped me be more like confident and like stay out of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, I feel it's like weird. There's... It comes and goes. Like, but like coffee. If I drink too much fucking coffee, yep. I'm like all day just thinking weird shit. Too much. Yep, yep, yep. Caffeine like, is bad. Yeah, just. Smaller I've been drinking stimulants. more tea lately because I'm like, dude, I gotta quit. Yeah. Drinking so much fucking coffee because I work at goddamn Starbucks and it's like, oh, here's your fucking unlimited supply of caffeine. <laughs> Which is a problem. It's a drug. Like, you know. And I don't know. It's, it's one of those things. Oh, one thing I did want to mention, too. Uh, when you talked about comedy helping your anxiety. I think comedy has helped me. And this may sound cheesy and lame or whatever it is. But, like, I feel like I understand myself better through comedy. Through trying to get up there and dying and growing and getting better and doing bad and getting better. And, like, all that stuff helps me. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm, like, figuring out what the fuck... I think about things because I'm constantly Mm -hmm. thinking about maybe how I want to do a bit or this or that. So it's like I'm in my head a lot, but not necessarily in my head about the things that I used to be in my head about, like thinking I'm not worth something or I'm this or that, like negative thoughts. You know what I mean? And I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but I feel like comedy has really helped me come out of my my own shell and like better understand myself Yeah, in a weird way. More reflective. Yes, more reflective. Exactly. Yeah, I'm a lot... Noticing a lot more addictions I have now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. Oh, I, I'm dude. very. I, I I do. I'm actually. I've been talking about. This, I talked about this in the last episode, or whenever this is going to come out a while from now. But, uh, sober October. Oh, <laughs> you're a Burt Kreischer fan. I am. <laughs> Me too. And I like his podcast better than his comedy. I don't know. I I, I liked the Secret Time special. I I didn't watch all of it. I liked Which it. is like it's not good I to watch it. part of a special. Yeah, you have to be in the mood to watch a special too. Like I've yeah. learned, like I, if I'm not in the mood, I can't do it. I used to be able to watch a, a comedy anytime. It's so. But now that I try to do it, it's like I have to I, be like in the mood. Yeah, I, I can't it. do it because it's like you're used to seeing it in five minute sets, yes. five to ten minute sets, yes. and it's live and fucking anything can happen. Yeah, it's wild. Hecklers, and you watch one of your like a, a local comic you really admire just. Take a heckler down, you know. Yeah, it, yeah, it's different. It, yeah, and now it's There's like I'm gonna sit down and watch an hour special by like, yourself. Yeah, and it's, it's not the same. It's really polished. Like the last time I watched, like had a great time watching a special. It was um, oh, fuck, who's the lady who did uh, Baby Cobra? Oh, Ali, Ali Wong. Wong. So funny. I did. So fucking yeah, funny. I did Molly <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the night before and. Fed my brother acid, which I can't stand my brother, but on the acid, he's the nicest guy. <laughs> and then um, I think my ex came over in the middle of the night or like oh, four Jesus. in the morning. She did some Molly. And, uh, <laughs> and then you decided to watch a special. She's like, oh, have you seen this special? <laughs> this is when I still lived in Oregon. And like, you know, that's kind of how we bonded because we're both like comedy gotcha, fans. Gotcha. And, and she's uh, a terrible person, and I'm attracted to that. But like, understandable. Yeah. She's like, oh, have you watched this? And we just turned it on, and it's just, just like dying the laughing. Best yeah. fucking time because I was drinking. Like drinking is the best way to come down from any hard drugs. Fair enough. That makes sense. I mean, some of my favorite times, like I don't know if you've ever watched like a really like I watched uh, I can't remember which one it was, but I watched Daniel Tosh's special. This was. 2013, like when he was, you know, Tosh.0 was exploding. Like at the height of his career, Exactly. Yeah. Like he still obviously has like crazy Twitter fault. Like, you know, he's still huge. Oh yeah, but, he's making a lot of money. But uh, this was like when he was peak. And I remember eating some mushrooms <laughs> and watching and literally, like I was in a recliner 
and I fell out the back of the recliner because I like kept like inching back, like like laughing and like inching back with my feet like a fucking goon and like fell out the back of the recliner laughing because I was like, I had never seen anything so funny in my life. Yeah. I was like crying, you know, and I, those are, uh, I haven't done that in a while, maybe. Anyway, so that's that's doesn't do, 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 don't don't mind that podcast listeners, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Man. Well, shit, man, we got fifty yeah. minutes, dude. We killed it. This Thank you for coming, Mike. That thank was a you. good time. I want to do this again. I'll show you. Uh, yeah, we got other train wreck stuff. I yeah, know we'll you get probably into it. Get get into a few more people, but uh, yeah, you want to go to fucking Good Bites? Yeah, we'll see. Let me. What time? We'll figure that out. Well, you need a ride back here. I can drive you. You can. Yeah. Okay, well, I probably, I'm going to stop drinking then. But. Yeah, fair enough. We'll go ahead and end this for now. Thank you for coming by, my man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Good bites, open mic. We're going to hit it up, I think. Have a good night, people. Thanks for listening. Because the 53rd episode of the Millennial Manchild Podcast is in the fucking books. Ah, you know what I'm saying, folks? Shit, we out here. I love it. I hope uh, you enjoyed today's episode. I sure did. It was a fun time to sit down with Quentin, chop it up, have a good little conversation. We talked about all kinds of shit, as you noticed, and it was fun. It's always good. Like, you know, I just want to recommend to you, when was the last time when you sat down with somebody and had like an hour-long conversation. You know, phones are put away. TV's turned off. There's no music. You're just there. Mano y mano. When was the last time you did that? You know what I'm saying? It's good for the soul. It's good for the soul. You got to get down and do that shit. That's what I'm saying. So that was fun. I wanted to say thank you for Quentin to for stopping by uh, as usual. And yeah, also wanted to say thank you to all you dirty snowflakes. You scumbags. Thank you for listening. I love you. I love your faces. I appreciate you. And it's always nice to, you know, get the support of some some people out there. Feels good. Feels good. So thank you for listening. And thank you for sharing the podcast, all of that stuff. Again, uh, I did want to give a shout out to my homie, Jarrett Denning. 
he reached out to me recently and he's trying to do this uh this project where he's trying to write a bunch basically like 50,000 words in November and I just want to commend him for taking on that goal he said partly he was inspired by me trying to do some new goals and stuff and it was fun to see him reach out and be like hey man I'm I'm I was kind of like oh man I didn't have a place to go or I wasn't really aiming for anything I didn't have any goals and then all of a sudden I hear you talk about this a little bit and it's like you know what I'm gonna do this and you know maybe he will get there maybe he won't but the important thing is that he's fucking trying and that's what I'm doing and that's what I hope you're doing as well. Get out there and do something. Just try. Once you start, once you take the first step, once you like, you know, step off that cliff and start free falling, building your parachute on the way down. You know what I'm saying? Just get out there and do something. It feels good to do something. You know what I mean? As much as it is nice to just watch Netflix and let your brain melt into oblivion, it's not productive, you know? It's good just to do that maybe once a week, not every day. So, yeah, get out there and do something. Shout out to Jarrett Denning. That's the homie. Living in Lincoln, Nebraska, we go back to fucking the kindergarten, kindergarten days, you know what I'm saying? That's wild. It's, it's nice to have somebody like that reach out to one of the oldest friends in the game, tell me that he was kind of inspired by the podcast a little bit to get into his writing mode and do more for himself, and I love that. So, shout out to him. Uh, but that's really all I got for you today, folks. We're going to keep it short here in the outro because, you know, uh, I got things to do. We're... we're you don't need to hear everything I have to say on my mind today, right? Right, okay. So, we'll wrap it up. Uh, the music for today's episode was Jazzy by Crazy Jazz. Uh, Hiccup by Versace or some shit like that. And the last song is Rain by Cal Scrubby. So, thank you for listening, folks. I hope you have a fucking amazing week and an even better month. I don't know. I don't know why I said that. But I hope you do. I hope life treats you all right. And until next time, folks, Millennial Manchild. Out. Yeah. I only think about your ass when it rains in L.A. And that's okay. That's okay. It never rains anyway. Used to trip. Used to trip. Yeah, that pains me to say. your ass when it rains in LA yeah. I know you think I'm about the old days sick of all my old ways you tell me you passed that you told me to go away I gave you my time girl that's something I don't throw away yeah I know the time girl I had to call I know it's late baby you get so impatient why you so impatient I've been drinking all night so you know I'm wasted I've been looking for somebody you got no replacement like, don't you gas me up, I don't need no inflation We don't smoke like we used to Drink like we used to Oh, you think you poppin', see you hangin' with the who's who Act like you forgot I introduced you I only think about your ass when it rains in L.A. And that's okay, that's okay, it never rains anyway.